how Maui Nui. Hey, this is Josh Porter here. And Jason Burkhardt. Happy holidays. Solar Coaster episode 33. 33, folks. We're here. 33, just one week before the end of the year. We got one more show. One more, one more sh- show, one one more more show, show this year. For the end of the year. One more show this year. Uh, very excited to uh, be here and uh, get dig right into some great content today. We've got a lot of neat stuff going on. I'm going to send this, send this share this right out of the gate. We have uh, some new software, our amazing uh, social media ninja, Mr. Jonah Heller, right here. Has, is doing all kinds of stuff with the computer I don't even understand. Uh, there are all kinds of new words floating around, like lower thirds and graphics on computers and whatnot. We're streaming, basically. Jonah, what say you? Mele Kaliki Maka. There you go. There we go. There we go. There we go. We, uh, yeah, so we, we're making a good kind of push here with technology, and, and we're, uh, we're excited. So if you do uh, want to check us out and see what's going on in the studio, uh, tune into our live stream, which can be found on our the Maui Solar Project, you Solar Coaster link, Facebook. Link right to the Facebook, Facebook page, pages. Uh, Solar Coaster Facebook page. You can get it. Uh, we sent out some emails to folks as well. Um, it's actually a little hard to find on YouTube right now because we are completely new, and they don't give you a nice right. <laughs> nice address. Right. So it's it's P-U-X-3 something. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so never, never, never mind. Check out that link if you want to check out what's going on here in the studio. Some really interesting eye candy uh, for today's show, which is sure. something new. So uh, I'm really excited about that, guys. All right, so we are the Solar Coaster. Uh, we are, can be found right here at 105 p.m. every Friday, lovely Maui County. Uh, we are in KOI 1110 AM. We've got a couple of FM stations here too. 96.7 FM Central Maui, 96.5 FM on the west side, 98.7 FM Upcountry. Streaming at KOI1110.com seems to be a popular place for our friends around the, the world to kind of yeah, tune in. Yeah, that's where everybody generally catches it. Yeah. This is a call-in show, uh, 808-242-7800 if you'd like to uh, stump us or throw us some ideas or questions. We have some amazing tech today, which may actually uh, prompt a couple calls. Uh, and uh, we do have a website, right, Jay? Yep, absolutely. Solar-coaster.com. Right. It has and a link right there to get the live stream, and hopefully the, the, the Facebook and everything else is all linked up in it as well. So you can get there. Uh, solar-coaster.com. Definitely, definitely. So that's been a fun thing, kind of developing that over the last six, seven months. And uh, we have, uh, we're available also on iTunes. Uh, it's we have, we have a couple of uh, podcast sections too, right, Jelly? Yeah, we've been able to get um, our the. The podcast, which is all our previous episodes, we are up on iTunes as Solar Coaster, uh, Stitcher, uh, TuneIn, uh, iHeartRadio is still pending, but I'm not supposed to talk about that. Okay. You know, okay. iHeart apparently is going through some stuff, and they're, uh, they're not yeah. adding new content. We did hear so, about that. Yeah. We did hear about that. But, but iTunes podcasts, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio, you can get us pretty much everywhere now. And, of course, you could always go to the yeah. Solar Coaster, solar-coaster.com website and click the podcast link to get it directly out of SoundCloud as and, well. And, Jay, people are listening, apparently, to podcasts. We got a comment on our Facebook page from a fella in Maine, Brandon, yep. a buddy of uh, Jeremy and Jeff out at Pike energy one of our sponsors and uh he's like wow i really dig the show and i want you guys to do this thing and he had a great idea of kind of like a battery uh infographic right we were talking about maybe producing that uh so love the interaction if you have any comments do give us some feedback Yeah, comments questions we love this stuff i mean it's it's actually harder to tell if there are people listening or not (laughs) if you don't make comments so uh 808-242-7800 is the number again 808-242-7800 give us a call yeah do it all right and then so uh we are sponsored by by a amazing stable of companies, uh, Maui Solar Project, Tabuchi Electric America, Sonin Battery, and Pika Energy. All companies that we uh, have a lot of enthusiasm and excitement for the technology that are bringing bring the bear. Right? Yeah, right yeah, the, the, the folks that are on the right side of solar, like right we, side <laughs> we of call solar. it the right side of solar. We love these guys. And thank you so much, sponsors, for keeping us on the air. Absolutely. So if you haven't listened before our show, we like to do a couple of different uh, sections here. We do a news and events section to get started. I'm already a couple minutes behind schedule on that. We let's, do a... <laughs> yeah, let's do the news. We do a product focus <laughs> section. Oh, here's our news. All right. <laughs> Look at that. Thank <laughs> So we're going to jump right in and uh, we'd like to get into global news, right? What about yep. this article here, Jay, from, about, from China? What's going on in China? This is really crazy. This looks like a Google Earth view of this highway that they're building, they're constructing in China. Uh, currently Currently, it's 1.2 miles, so two kilometers, um, but it's a solar highway, meaning the entire surface of the roadway is solar panels. Yeah, this is pretty How do they remarkable. Do that? <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> giant, me. giant trucks and stuff that would be driving over this thing. I could just see it being completely destroyed, but apparently they have a really um, thick, transparent 
over layer. Yeah, they're talking about transparent concrete, believe right, it or not, right. which feels similar to asphalt. Now, what's interesting about this is, you know, when, when I see this, I'm seeing this pop up, like little solar roadways, walkways in France, you know, this happening in Australia, this happening in China. So they're almost like they're, they're kind of towing the waters to, somewhat with this technology. You know, this isn't a full a revamp of, an, of, a, of a highway infrastructure, and they were talking about a mile, 1.2 miles. However, if you remember a couple of years ago, there was that, that kind of viral meme. I remember the thing, it was called Solar Freaking Roadways, and it was oh, all over the yeah, YouTube and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And these, uh, tech, these, these kind of amazing engineers in the backwoods of somewhere were, had invented this. And now we're starting to see it actually be deployed in some form across the world right now, which well, is from what remarkable. I, from what I understand, the first one in the Netherlands was actually open in 2014. I mean, they've had this technology for a little while. Uh, we, I don't have any data on how well it's held up. Like I said, I, I'm really concerned about super heavyweight vehicles just destroying it over time. Sure. Because we see what happens to our roadways. But uh, it, they've been around for a bit. It's definitely something we're going to have to follow and keep an eye on. I'm just glad to see it kind of taking some shape. I was surprised to see a new one. A mile is not too shabby. That's actually pretty big. That's a lot. Yeah, right? we, we need to work out exactly how many panels that is and, and how much power they're going to be able to get out of it. Um, but they say it's going to be um, really, really significant. Uh, and I can, I can admit the surface area alone is, is right. Huge, and so. we were talking just the other night, Jonah, me, and you, and Jonah's like, "Is that does that mean that they're powering the cars, right?" Which is, of course, the next step. That's, that's the next question, right? And that's where we will want to see it go. So imagine right. you're collecting energy in the roadway, and you're, you know, inductively charging and and discharging from your 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 storage mechanism, which is your cars. I mean, that's the big thing we've been talking about. Yeah, I don't, really. I don't really see see these those two technologies being layered on top of each other <laughs> like that. Actually, but I, I but of that. you could, but you could have like a hundred meters of solar and a hundred meters of induction and 100 meters of solar 100 meters of solar. it makes it makes construction of roadways really really more difficult are you telling me you can't inductively transfer energy through a solar panel I don't, three I, layers of transparent concrete I don't, I don't yeah i don't think so <laughs> okay all right well anyway, prove me wrong people come okay. on yeah en- engineers up. out there prove me wrong yeah, we, 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 uh, okay so some really cool stuff going on out there uh towards the tail end of 17 uh this is some uh, futuristic kind of things that are happening right so um let's take a look at national news uh there's definitely something going on with Tesla, there's a lot of language out there that because that Tesla actually played a role in the, we, I mean, we mentioned this on the previous uh, um, uh, episode, that right. Tesla played a role in, 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 in the, the kind of residential slump of renewable energy or solar deployment across the country. Now, slump, I say slump kind of, you know, with a caveat. Yeah, they were they were saying it was pretty significant, 40 some, 40 some odd percent. So I mean, that's that's significant year over year. Well, there, you know? was that, that what it was? 40? Yeah, it was, I, it was, it was so, pretty high. Well, there was there was less than expected uh, deployment of solar, right, in, mm-hmm. in the tail end of 17 or throughout 17 than what uh, had been I mean, anticipated. It was just 40% in California. There um, was, yeah, I'll yeah. check those numbers. But I mean, the There's, interesting thing is that Tesla, uh, the, you know, they, they I've heard this from a couple of different guys on a, on a conference call with 20 other company, uh, you know, uh, people across the country uh, just about last week. And they, they brought this topic up and they said that, yeah, I think we can peg it on Tesla. And the reason is that Tesla acquired SolarCity mm-hmm. a year or so ago and then effectively shut down its sales operations. Right. <laughs> I right. mean, shut down, I say kind of, but they, they really didn't. Uh, you know, just they didn't let things they, roll as were. Solar City was aggressively marketing. They did phone calls and canvassing. They were door and knockers. Yeah, they exactly. were out pushing and, PPAs. And that, that shut down. So, I mean, the, the, the leads coming in were, well, were. And if you remember, Jay, remember when we were in California on our little EV tour mm-hmm. and we stopped in Tesla and we started talking to the guys that were responsible for the energy component. component yep. Yep. And they were like, we haven't even changed out our brand, our logos on our letterhead yet from right. Solar yeah. City. So Tesla, that was a few, that was like, what, three, four months well, ago? Well, that was months after, months after the yeah. acquisition. They, were, they weren't really doing anything and they certainly weren't spending a lot of money on the division. <laughs> right, right, right. So there's some information here about this. This article here is in Huffington Post. Tesla's solar slump. Is there a better model for sales policy and incentives to encourage adoption? So here's one of the things that just kind of occurred to me. These guys just opened up their flat, a flagship store right in Manhattan somewhere. Yep. Right. And so their whole idea is cars, storage, uh, PV, right? So they got the power walls up. They got the Tesla cars, you know, the, the, the various models. They got a little models. model of the roof. They tiles. got a little model of the house. You can go in your, like, your touchscreen TV and 
pick out your roof tiles and pick. I don't know if they're yep. quite doing that yet, but we pick saw out that. Your, we saw that that you could you could actually do that. You could yeah. go in and touch different different colors and things. And, and, and these are the house, house of the future. Yeah. That like the living. These guys are kind of like positioning themselves between all the major purchases that a family goes for. Right. Yeah. The, the, it, name name the the top three expenses <clears throat> you have to purchase in your lifetime. Right. House, <laughs> car, house energy. car, and energy. Yeah. Right. So they're getting in the middle of all of that, which is pretty remarkable. But I think one of the questions, maybe this article kind of touches based on some of these things too, is what is the best mechanism to get to encourage or increase adopt solar adoption or renewable energy adoption? In this case, storage, solar, and cars, uh, EVs, which are a big piece of it. You know, and uh, I, you know, I got to tell you, I'm not, I'm not like kind of. I know that the cost of acquisition of clients in the solar business is actually extremely high, mm-hmm. and it adds un, un, perhaps unnecessarily to costs. And if we can find a way to shave that down, I think that's what they're going for here. They're trying to figure out how to cut costs and really democratize energy, really get the cost down so low mm-hmm. that it makes sense in all these different environments. So um, across the state, regardless of those, you know, the different costs of electricity. Yeah. Um, so check that out if you get a chance. Huffington Post, Tesla, Solar Slump, really cool article there. And on the local front, we actually had some good news, Jay. Yep. I don't think we got this cashed, <laughs> like we said, but um, did you? No, um, solar PV permits soar on Big Eye, which is great. Um, actually up 74%. Uh, so they're handing out a huge number of permits over there, and people are getting installs today. Yeah, you, <laughs> know what's, you know what I find amazing about Big Island? I was just having, the, you know, of course, Solar Anthony, uh, mm-hmm. our, who just gave us a little text message, you know, telling us to break a leg out here, you know. He's uh, from uh, Hawaii, yep. right, the island of Hawaii. And uh, he, he's kind of told me he's been selling solar and installing products over there for years, for I think like six, seven years. Yeah. And he came over to Maui, wanted to kind of get, get, you know, get involved with the Maui kind of experience. And he said to us, you know, uh, you know, he was telling us those experiences, what it's like. It's a different kind of environment out there. Yeah. But what occurred to me, because we were saying, should we continue to do business in Big Eye? Is that, should that be a priority for us? And, you know, there is a, there's some, a lot of commercial going on. There's uh, all these new, uh, you know, on-grid programs that are being offered, right? And at the same time, there's a pretty big co- uh, component of off-grid, right? right? Right. I'd say larger than Maui, right? There's more off-grid going on. So maybe the three of those together make up for this, but permit source, 70 per- 74%. 74%, yeah. Got it, got it. Um, so pretty remarkable, good news. I love seeing good solar news yep. out there, you know? For, for Solar Anthony, I do have to give a shout out. Um, this is completely random, but I got a Christmas present yesterday. It was my first Bitcoin. And oh. it's not it's not a whole Bitcoin, but it was it Bitcoin. was it was Solar Anthony that that gifted that upon me. <laughs> you know, oh, it's kind of funny. I love it. Uh, I love it. Absolutely. Hilarious. So, so thanks, we, sir. So we've got <laughs> we've got a uh, a great uh, show today, but we want to uh, carve out as much time as possible to talk with uh, Yoshoka Tatsu. We're going to do that in a moment. First, we're going to start out with our commercials. Uh, we're going to go into that, and then we're going to hear from um, the founder and director of EcoShip, which is yep. and PeaceBoat, which is just amazing. So uh, let's jump right into our commercials and, and take it from there, Jerry. Okay. Aloha, and welcome to Maui Solar Project. It is easy to feel rejuvenated just stepping outside on a magnificent Hawaiian day. Maui Solar Project is here to help harness that energy you feel in your body and use it to power your homes and businesses. As Laura tells us, Maui harnessed the sun so as to slow its path across the sky. Join Maui Solar Project as we harness the sun's energy and slow Hawaii's dependence on fossil fuels. Call Maui Solar Project at 269-2352. MauiSolarProject.org. Tabuchi Electric. A leading worldwide inverter manufacturer presents the second generation of the eco-intelligent battery system, the IBIS. Tabuchi's grid-friendly system includes a high-efficiency inverter, stackable batteries, and integration with Jelly software for the most adaptable battery storage system on the market. The system is optimized for energy management and cost performance. Maximize your solar investment with Tabuchi's electric eco-intelligent battery system. The Sonin Battery Eco is an energy storage solution that utilizes intelligent energy management software. The system is available in a variety of storage capacities and allows for expansion. Sonin Battery Eco allows you to save money by harvesting energy from your solar PV system and using that stored energy when rates are more expensive. Sonin Battery Eco is specifically designed to provide you and your family peace of mind in the event of power outage. Our unique power detection system will sense outages in real time and automatically switch over to battery power. See Sonin Battery Eco at sonin-battery.com. 
MIT-founded Pika Energy, makers of the Pika Energy Island, a smart energy management system that uses solar panels, lithium batteries, and intelligence to manage your energy and keep you powered even during outages. With a clean, intelligent alternative to grid power, you're in control of your energy future. Pika's Energy Island lets you manage electrical costs with HECO-ready self-supply functions. Pika's largest battery, the Harbor Plus, offers 16 kilowatt hours of stored energy and can power loads of up to 10 kilowatts. And if you need more capacity, just add a second or even third Harbor Smart battery to the same system for a maximum of 48 kilowatt hours of usable storage. Pika Energy, own your power. To learn more, visit pika-energy.com. Okay, wow, there is that amazing commercial run of great companies that supports Solar Coaster. Thanks so much to everybody out there. Yep, thank you again, sponsors. All right. Good, good and people. We're definitely seeing some traction with some of these Let's companies, wait, too. Wait the sponsors. Thanks, guys. <laughs> thank you. We love you. Okay. Uh, so we, uh, we're we going to have an amazing product focus today, uh, gentlemen. This is really impressive. I can't believe you got a Moodle to come on the show. <laughs> yeah, well, you got a, Yoshoka sounds an amazing guy, really yeah. cool. And uh, so what we're, we're, we're going to be listening, to, uh, we're going to learn about today is something called the EcoShip. And the EcoShip mm-hmm. is is kind of like the first foray of the cruise industry into sustainable, like renewable energy kind of uh, 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 fueled and uh, developed cruise ship, right? It's like, right. And, and it's something that's pretty important because if you think about kind of like the, uh, the, the, the revolution in transport that's happening from cars, which yep. has been this whole Musk multi-point plan thing, you know, what's it called again? The Trust, <laughs> the, 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 the not so secret, not secret so, master plan. <laughs> that yeah. one. Yeah. So that's all about transport being electrified, right? And then yep. having the opportunity from our perspective certainly to and from his as well to bring in uh, renewable energies to power that electric right, transport right. and then you start seeing the semi right and that yep. was just recent the semi is now we're talking about electrifying we're seeing uh, uh, UPS just ordered 125, 125 units, units yep. and uh, Walmart and a bunch of other big heavy hitters out there this thing looks like it's got legs right so the yeah. semi is now bringing about electrification and potential renewable energy adoption and fuel of the shipping industry right now there's another component to that and that is moving true true shipping <laughs> true shipping right <laughs> so to me this is directly linked to the big conversation right and uh, and uh, it just so happens that an organization that I've had some experience with or some experience with I basically spent my 20s working yep. with this amazing group called the Peace Boat yep. they're in Japan based out of Tokyo in Takara no Baba uh, that's uh, just off of the Yamanote line Jay has some experience in Japan as yep. well yep. <laughs> and um, so this organization you know uh, just kind of to sum it up basically they uh, they they, they charter a passenger liner, they do global voyages, really with a focus on peace and cultural exchange and understanding uh, different communities around the world. You know, when, And when you have that kind of experience like I was fortunate enough to have in my 20s, it really kind of gives you a big picture of what's happening, like almost these like, kind of like snapshot, three month snapshots of the world. Right. It was really a remarkable experience, you know? But one of the things that we had, that we had experienced on board and we discussed and dialogued about all the time was kind of this, um, disconnect of using a cruise ship which, ha- which happens to be a very dirty kind of polluting kind of thing right and then how do we get how do we move this along to something different and that was a big talking point for years and of course we've been able to uh where the organization has uh has presented this concept not only a concept it's already under ready ready to be built basically right this amazing uh you know solar powered sail cruise ship it's very very you know exciting to look at right future future stuff i want it i want it in the port here i mean that would be just fantastic to see it sail in one morning yes. <laughs> well we can work on uh kind of twisting his arm and trying to get a commitment to bring it so if uh, i would encourage everyone to take a look at the uh the website's out there, ecoship-pb.com. You can learn all about this uh, amazing initiative. And then recently, uh, the Ecoship is getting a lot of traction out there. Uh, money.cnn.com, uh, there's an t- uh, article from December 11th, Green Cruise Ship Ecoship, and it goes into talking mm-hmm. all about it. So it's almost like the, the, because the Peace Boat was in, 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 as an organization has successfully been in, been in this business for since like 1983, did almost 100 global voyages, where it, the, the organization is in this place where it's almost leapfrogging the shipping industry and getting in front of that technological development. Right, right. Because this is this is basically from what you told me. This is completely built from the ground up to integrate these new technologies. It's not like slapping it on the side or, or whatever no, else. This it, isn't a retrofit. This is, this is a ground up yeah. rebuild, Which rethinking, rethink, revisioning uh, <laughs> of the cruise uh, industry. So yeah, get on get on the ecoship-pb.com 
website and check out the video there that they have because it's just phenomenal this thing it's pretty darn inspiring it's yeah. pretty darn inspiring when i first saw that i'm gonna tell you a little tear dropped in my eye because i was like what is well this? Uh, you, you know who Oof. these people are yeah <laughs> so we are very fortunate to have an amazing guest speaker and this is the founder and director of peace boat his name is uh yoshoka tatsuya-san He's calling in from Tokyo today, and I think we got him on the line at the moment, don't we? Aloha, Yoshoka-san. Are you there? Aloha, aloha. This is Yoshoka. Hey, Yoshoka-san. Good morning, good morning. Uh, How you doing, sir? Hi, Josh. Yeah, yeah, good, good, good. I'm really, really excited, uh, you know, to join to your uh, program. Uh, we can't be. We can't tell you how happy we are to have you here, uh, Jay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very, Jay. Very, very much appreciated. I want to throw Okini. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, number? Number. Hi. Oh, well. We got to go back to English because nobody else on the radio understands what we're talking about. So Jay's, Jay's throwing around a little bit of his Japanese right I'm now. Sorry. That's pretty cool. Um, you know, we yeah. definitely, um, we definitely uh, are excited to have you on the uh, solar coaster, Yoshoka-san. You know, this program here has been yeah. developed over the course of the last year. And, you know, I, I think we, Yoshoka and I met in, uh, in Oahu uh, recently in August and we kind of caught up. I hadn't seen you for maybe a 10 years or so. Right, it's been quite a long time since sure, then. Sure, yeah, yeah, long time, long time, and uh, yeah, the peace was also developed quite a lot during that time. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and uh, you heard that uh, especially this year is a special year because uh, we, uh, you know, received uh, the the Nobel Peace Prize as uh, the one of the main organizers of the. I can international campaign to abolish nuclear weapons. And this is, uh, that's amazing. I have been following it very closely. And uh, yeah. it's really amazing, especially right now. We're all so focused in on the, this this issue of, of nuclear, the potential for nuclear uh, uh, war. And then uh, in here in Hawaii right now, they just, for the first time in like 40 or 50 years uh, in downtown Kahului, they, they, they sounded the sirens uh, for... Oh. Uh, for what you know, the nuclear attack right. would air, uh, air, yeah, raid air raid sirens. sirens. So this is very, uh, uh, it's very um, something that's very kind of on on everyone's minds. Little, and I think it's, it's a little more real here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm a little bit uh, would like to say that uh, really this uh, issue is also really related with uh, the Hawaii and also Pacific Islands, especially because uh, uh, maybe you remember remember that uh, a lot of islands, Marshall Islands and Kiribati and so on, they suffered very much by the nuclear weapon test. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. That, that is also the uh, there is a lot of not only Hiroshima and Nagasaki, there's a lot of the the Pacific Islands that suffered by victimized by the nuclear weapon test. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, it is, and also, and also, I really believe. Nuclear war is the biggest global environment destruction. Yeah, right? definitely, definitely. You yeah, know, Yoshoka-san, yeah. there is a, uh, apparently there's a visa program where I think Micronesians and people who uh, that are able to gain access to the United States in a kind of more open, easy way, and it has to do with that. It has to do with America's. Uh, 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 testing in the Pacific, I believe. So mm -hmm. it's a pretty, you know, it, it, th this is a long-standing influence on our community, our society, nationally, statewide, globally, and so it's really remarkable. And I remember Kawasaki-san was engaged with uh, the uh, the nuclear movement, you know, in the Hibakusha the, uh, for yes, years yes, past, yeah. working for the decade, decades. This fellow is working on that project. Sure, sure. We're we're total more than the 200 uh, Hiroshima Nagasaki Hibakusha people to the world. The one more than 100 countries by the Peace Force Cruise. So and, uh, we are calling Orizuru Project, and uh, it is uh, one of the main, uh, how to say, the reason that I can receive that uh, Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, it's really remarkable. Well, congratulations to everybody at the organization. Thank you very much. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> we're so, and I'm really, you know, excited and proud to, to have heard that that. But, that but, came but Josh, you you also contributed at that time, so you are also. The <laughs> I don't know about that, but uh, thanks for yeah. thanks for saying that. Please, Never <laughs> please, please send his medal on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a copy of the medal? So, um, you, you shook us oh, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Maybe, uh, 
maybe peace was here bringing the medal to the US <laughs> patio. Or nice. <laughs> all righty, So uh, you know, the, hey, I really think it's a remarkable thing. Yoshoka and I, when we, we met back in August, Jay and Jonah and Gary, when we met back in August and uh, we talked about the ego ship, it was so exciting yeah. because it yeah. really is the kind of it's like the, all the technology that we talk about here on the show. I could see opportunities for deployment on this ship. Right. 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 And when you and when you brought it to me, it was like that there was. Um, I mean, nobody had heard anything like this before. Yeah. You know, the news wasn't out there. It wasn't being publicized. He's like, check this thing out. It's, it's really <laughs> exciting. So why don't we start from the ground up, Yoshoka-san? Maybe you can give us a little bit of an example, a little bit of a history of the Peace Boat. Give us a sense of the organization and how, uh, you know, it started and then how we got from that point to here where the organization is leapfrogging the industry and bringing about this amazing technology to the world. Okay. So uh, anyway, that uh, 1983, when I was a student, I uh, established this uh, uh, organization, Peace Boat. And uh, basically, in the beginning, is uh, we uh, tried to study about the past history, the, including the Japanese uh, invasion to Asia, and uh, also that uh, through that kind of the uh, activities and the crews that we try to build that uh, uh, friendship in uh, in Asia with the neighborhood. So that is a, in the very beginning of the peace world. And uh, but really, really, this program is successful, and uh, many people they start to join. And in 1990, we have started the, the global voyage. And it, it, it is a really amazing, because uh, the, as you know, the Japanese yeah. is so famous for the workaholic. Mm-hmm. And uh, three months that uh, they will join for the, uh, this kind of global voyage, the many people cannot believe that. But the, it was a full book. Yeah. So and wow. since then, that uh, this uh, peace boat global voyage program become the quite uh, uh, unique, but uh, at the same time become quite popular very much. So and uh, now that the number ninety fifth cruise just finished. So they've done. So they've done ninety five. Global <laughs> yeah. circumnavigations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now the all, next year is the thirty-five years uh, the anniversary. Yeah? That's, uh, wow. and, uh, but uh, the especially after the uh, that's the first global voyage, we really started to recognize that the global environment destruction and the crisis, and uh, especially mm. that the global warming issue. Also, we really recognize, and uh, I. Always, I was thinking about how to utilize this uh, uh, peace with global voyage uh, to contribute for the action for the climate change and also that uh, uh, sustainability, the global sustainability, and so on. So it is a uh, yeah the quick history of the peace world. Right. Thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah, it is. Uh, and just to, just to add briefly to that, it is the, it, it's, you hear the explanation and it sounds unbelievable, but then when you're on board or when you interact with the people from all around the world on a voyage, it really is just a spectacular, it's a, a very emotional experience to be able to make friends with people from all different, uh, and it's really grassroots kind of cross borders communication between people. Right. Uh, and, this, yeah. and, and, and just to clarify, this really isn't a, like a, a pleasure cruise type of thing. You're, you described it to me, and I almost think of it's like, it's like, it's like a floating trade show type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can say that, but at the same time, this is a floating community and a floating university. So, and mm-hmm. uh, Peacewood has a quite uh, the a lot of the different elements, and uh, but very the important point is uh, really the the ship or uh, you know voyage. Uh, by passing the ship is uh, really create a very interesting uh, atmosphere mm. and uh, energy to making a very strong network between the peoples. Yeah. So yeah. in the three months, the, the, this voyage is a really create uh, unbelievable, the, you know, the strong friendship among the people on board. Definitely. And uh, but at the same time, the, they can really learn a lot and. Uh, Especially, you can imagine that at the three months, if you are sailing in this planet, you really can understand how much this planet is beautiful and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, how important for us, right? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's why uh, I'm really frustrated that, uh, the, okay, that the 
Caribbean cruise is uh, okay, and uh, yeah, please enjoy about that. But you know, the, why we need a ice skate rink in a tropical climate, <laughs> Caribbean <laughs> ocean, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, I, s- a, I suppose it does de- depend on how you're generating that energy, which is the question. Yeah, I think that's uh, something like uh, we have to evolve from the, you know, that. Uh, uh, Las Vegas and uh, yeah. Disneyland type of the you know cruise because the ocean is beautiful and the planet is beautiful mm. and the cruise is the best tool yeah. to really can feel about that uh, how much beautiful this planet. Huh? Uh, yeah, and Yoshoka-san, I really uh, get that, and I really uh, we were just in Vegas <laughs> recently for a trade show, <laughs> yeah. and so I, it's kind of very uh, it's very uh, salient in my mind. That's, but I, that's fresh. But the, uh, the, the 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 I think people are hungry for real experiences, for genuine yeah. experiences, and that's what because it's there's so much kind of. You know, there can be a lot of fluff out there, right? So Peace Boat definitely does. And I mean, it, it is, a, it can be a, yeah. a inspiring. It can be a slap in the face too. And the realities that you face that you witness across the world. And then it, then it makes you kind of feel like, uh, well, what, do I, what am I going to do about this? <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And uh, at the same time, yeah, because of that, I think that now that we are, the, uh, we own the, the passenger ship that is the, uh, uh, 1,000, uh, approximately 1,100 uh, capacity of the ship. And uh, now we are organizing the every year three months world cruise, uh, uh, three months world cruise three times uh, with uh, over 1,000 people's uh, participation. Wow. So it means uh, the now the almost fully book, all cruise. That's still amazing. Maybe that's why that's, uh, we can achieve such kind of the result there. Uh. Yeah, and that's that. And congratulations, because you know there Thank there you. have been ups and downs throughout the years with changes in the cost of fuel and various things that were challenging. But right now you're in a really strong position, and yeah. uh, you actually and you bought the ship, which is fantastic. And now now we're looking at something that's even uh, even more remarkable, which is uh, and I think that's all empowered by this history and this background, which is the eco ship. So maybe it's a good time to hear from you, Yoshikasan, about the eco ship. Can you give us a, a a rundown of what 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 is this all about? Yeah, yeah. So, and uh, as I told you, that uh, Peace World is always thinking about that global uh, environment and global warming issue and so on, so on, so on. But unfortunately, uh, our sh- our ship is uh, that is a conventional ship, and uh, now the, we are using the heavy fuel. So, I think that completely this is uh, you know for me the long time frustration. So, and I, I really did really think now we have to take action to really uh, contribute and to create a global impact for the green ship development. The, because in now already that the uh, marine transportation, uh, the CO2, the carbon dioxide the production is uh, quite huge. It's huge. Uh, it's, it's really yeah, a big piece of the puzzle, actually. Yeah, yeah. Th- this is really, really huge. That is uh, the... Uh, same as the German, the whole German country's uh, uh, production of the CO2 is the same as the maritime industries. Oh. Uh, yeah, but the problem is uh, nobody control that because the maritime, as you know, maritime business is very complicated. Mm. You know, that's a Panamanian flag or uh, Liberian flag or Marshall flag or that's all that the, the flag of conveniency is uh, not. The, this system is very difficult to make clear, but who's the responsibility? The, this, uh, you know, CO2 production, right? Mm, right. At, yeah, at least at the COP uh, conference, uh, the conference for the climate change, that that, uh, the, that is a place to discuss about that. Uh, uh, the each each countries uh, how to take a responsibility, but that the maritime industry is uh, really quite difficult to control about that. So that's why the many ship owners is a completely uh, uh, passive yeah. to contribute about that, uh, you know, reduce the CO, uh, carbon dioxide, and at the same time, even that, uh, you know, uh, NOx or SOx, that's, uh, you know, sulfur and nitrogen, the issue also still that's a very slow. 
So that's interesting, Yoshika-san. So we're talking about uh, the, 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 the rules that are the rule of law, the lack thereof of rule, it has kind of demotivated shipping owners and organizations from actually well, tackling this think, issue. I think there's two things going on. Obviously, you have that. I mean, all, you know, international waters, all of a sudden we can gamble, you know, that type of stuff. Mm. Um, it, yeah. There's, there's, yeah, there's yeah. no regulation yeah. out there. But I think the other exactly. biggest issue is that, well, give me an alternative. What's the alternative to burning heavy diesel? Mm. There's no for for a, for a large for a large tanker vessel. There is no other competing source of so energy. There haven't been alternatives. Oh, there there, there okay. is there is yeah. no yeah. other okay. there is no other see, alternative. See, nuclear see, see, if you see, want see, to go see, that way. But <laughs> yeah, uh, the for example that the, as a transition, uh, the alternative uh, the for the uh, cheap fuel. Uh, there is a LNG is a quite realistic one. Mm -hmm. Right. So and uh, okay, that is LNG also fossil fuel. So and not perfect. So right. And but at least that the transition choice that uh, I think that is a quite uh, remarkably uh, we can reduce CO2. Mm -hmm. So and uh, okay. for us that the first eco ship, first the peaceful eco ship is choosing that LNG. Ah okay. And uh, yeah, but that uh, the in the next. Uh, one, the second one, that we are really trying to the uh, fuel cell of the hydrogen. Right. The, uh, yeah. Oh, so, that's exciting. <laughs> and, uh, plus, plus, plus that, uh, of course, that the solar panel and also that uh, the sail yeah. and, uh, and the wind power. And uh, that is uh, in our uh, design now, the, let's say, solar panel, pure the renewable energy part. The, except that the LNG propulsion, that is a 15% that uh, we can we can you know the, uh, utilize that uh, uh, renewable energy from solar panel and wind and sail. So I think that the step by step. Absolutely. But uh, the most important point is uh, uh, the ship owners or the the global society, international society, should start to recognize what we can do now. So and that is a one of the answer is an echo ship. Yeah. What yeah. we can do that for the this uh, maritime industry and at the same time for the ocean. So there's this is an example, kind of like a model, like a flagship, right? Mm -hmm. Of of yeah, what's exactly, possible. Yeah. Right? Right. Yeah, and uh, also I would like to emphasize one thing. <clears throat> this is also related to be the Hawaii and the Pacific Island Ocean. That's now the crisis of the ocean. Mm. And because of the increasing of the carbon dioxide, now the ocean facing the, the very, very deep the crisis of the acidification. Yes, yes. Maybe, of course, you know that, that, that that's a really dangerous level now. And uh, maybe soon start to create a very negative impact to the, uh, the sea creatures and uh, species. So... And also microplastics uh, is uh, also start to the very the dangerous contamination. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So in, anyway, that, that's a climate change issue and also the uh, ocean the issue is uh, really have to be together. And it means that uh, we have to think about the ship. Definitely, definitely. So we're really talking about uh, a kind of a, like a quantum leap forward in shipping design. Uh, Jay mm -hmm. just pulled up an article that 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 uh, indicated that about 17 percent, Jay, of mm -hmm. carbon dioxide emissions are, are from the shipping industry. So I don't know if folks are thinking about 17 percent globally. 17 percent is, is, is that's all huge. shipping, and and it's actually on the rise. If it remains un, uh, unregulated, it will be 40 percent in 2050. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! So they call yeah, it the yeah, elephant that's, in the that's room, obscene. right? So this is you're really tackling this head on, Yoshika-san, with the eco ship design as a, as a model for what's possible. And then if we if we start to show that, you know, I guess it comes down in, in, in my mind. I think about the the huge opportunity there is 
uh, in in the amount of people that are in the cruising industry, right? And people that are hungry for these genuine experiences, people who want to see the marvels of the world, like the Great Barrier Reef, before it's you know lost potentially through a sure. certification. Yeah. And uh, something like the Eco Ship could be a very attractive option for people, right? So if that yeah. is successful, which I know it will be, because I know the way Peaceboat runs, <laughs> then <laughs> then when it is successful, it'll 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 start to show other shipping owners that this is something that they need to follow suit with right. and uh, get on board, so, so to speak, right? The puns. Yeah, right. it's, it's, yeah, it's much harder to do something that nobody's ever done before. Right. And so if it's out there and there's this example, I mean, it, it's the Tesla model. It's the Tesla yeah. model. We're, we're talking to Elon Musk. Yeah, really. We've got to get Elon Musk <laughs> yeah, involved yeah. in this, Yoshoka san uh, No, no, they're always I'm saying that, that this, uh, this is a Tesla on the Tesla of the seas. Yeah, so, there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I really don't know why. Well, that's you can't get not try about that. I forgot to tell you that uh, this is really the this uh, the echo ship is a we can total uh, including the renewable energy so the forty percent the carbon dioxide cut. Forty percent cut. Nice. Yeah. And this, and this is just version one. That's what he was. was what he was. Saying. Yeah. And uh, we would like to be the flagship of that, and uh, also maybe that's uh, the our role is uh, really from outside of the. Uh, uh, the cruising, uh, let's say the shipping building industry or the sh- whole maritime industry to really, really create a global impact about what we can do now. Yeah. And uh, our eco ship is no uh, completed, uh, you know, the uh, unknown technology. This is all that we the planning to build that the existence, the green technology. Yeah, and this, uh, Yoshoka-san, I really think that, you know, with, with the show, for example, what we're engaged in here on a weekly basis is exploring these cutting-edge technologies as they're brought to bear and just kind of discerning between what is future, what is reality. And we're talking about this every day because people are making these decisions about solar and storage and new technologies here in Maui and throughout Hawaii because this is kind of like a, a leading environment for that, right? But this, when I think yeah. about the eco-ship, I, I, I immediately, my mind kind of just goes like, term, you know, kind of Terminator green and I look at all of it and I think oh thin film on the solar sails and and NREL transparent glass on the rest of the ship and yep. you know and then hydrogen fuel cells for the propulsion and yep. you know I, in my mind I can think of all these uh, these different technologies that we're chatting about and I, I can see kind of where they they have right where to apply them yeah, yeah absolutely there are so many opportunities across this maybe you could um, take a second to like give us some specifics on exactly what's going into this version one ship Okay, uh, what's going to go what? Sorry. What's, what, what kind of technologies are going to be integrated into this version one ship? Oh, version one ship. Okay, that's anyway, that's uh, first, that the uh, solar panel, that, that's a huge amount of the solar panel. Mm-hmm. And also that's uh, the sail, dual use, that is uh, the, the sail itself. We are uh, building the uh, equipped that the 10 uh, retractable solar the sail, the solar panel, and the sail. That, that's a dual use. Mm-hmm. And the shape is a little bit similar with the American cups at the yacht. There is a long, tall uh, the sail. Mm-hmm. And uh, that one, uh, and also that is uh, uh, the small the wind turbine to using to produce the, the electricity the, when the ship is alongside in the port of, port of coal. And also that is uh, the LNG, and also that's, uh, the, this is not directly related with the uh, energy part, but the uh, complete closed-loop system of the water. This is completely possible. And uh, also the closed-loop of the waste. And that's also that's a, yeah, and also HVAC system, I mean the aircon and so on, is uh, to utilize about that uh, uh, if we don't use, uh, uh, if we don't uh, build the ice skate ring, that <laughs> we can reduce a lot of the energy. <laughs> you know, this is, a, you know, that, that, that's a soul, that the nature is uh, uh, beautiful and kind and comfortable for the people. Mm. And, and why we have to put the passengers in a one big room and uh, buy the, you know, the huge air power mm. to keep the completely unnatural the atmosphere, right? Right, right. I yeah, can yeah. totally so see that. I yeah. think that is a... What, the technology side also important, but the concept is also very important. And also, that is a passenger's conscious. 
right? And all passengers can think about that when they join the eco ship. They try to be the ecologically friendly for the uh, our planet, right? Yep. So yep. and that kind of the the people's the mindset is uh, also reduce energy. Definitely. And, you know, Yoshiko-san, I've seen this, you know, over the years with friends and family and staff and, and clients where, you know, people, for there are friends that have electric vehicles, for example, and they, they will tell us that they, they, they have certain routes that they, they, they go, they commute, and they know kind of, they're trying to game it to get the, the use the least amount of, uh, of energy, right? Yeah, I get and they're that. like, yeah. oh, I'm going to slow down <laughs> carefully to this stop sign and then go fast and over here. And then they, so it's like, there, there's something in, in people's perspectives, once they get engaged and aware and they understand how energy works and what their impact is, People can be, become very enthusiastic and can become champions for this technology yeah. when they get off the ship and go back to their daily lives. So it's a wonderful yeah, opportunity, yeah. you know, to spread that message and spread that idea. Yeah, completely. The, that is, a, I, I'm so excited about that point, especially. So, in a, for example, that we will try to make a kind of a personal data, uh, how to say, uh, oh. like a like a carbon, or, like a personal carbon yeah. use or something, or a personal, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And uh, on board, they can create uh, energy also by the, you know, uh, in the gym or in a uh, <laughs> oh, that's fun. <laughs> so it's really right. a, a community where we're we're thinking right. about energy. You, we're you get a report about, card yeah. when you get a, when you disembark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we should give to the champion. Yeah, that's the, excellent. That's yeah, absolutely the, perfect. Uh, Eco Ship Prize. Yep. Wow. So this is really remarkable, Yoshiko-san. So let, let's think here. Now, I know that to get something like this off the ground, you're already pretty far down the road, right, in terms of yep. getting ready to build this, and you're looking at a, a launch of when, when is this expected to be online uh, about? Oh, that's uh, now we are targeted 2020. Okay. So in a uh, power that, that uh, we are working for that, and uh, now the final stage of the design and so on. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, the recently, several media also start to cover about our project. So and, uh, now, there are quite a lot of people start to contact, and uh, I'm very, very happy that the 2020 Tokyo Olympic time we can launch this year. Yeah, Excellent. yeah. And so, uh, we want to be thinking about, and it definitely is going to require uh, some really robust collaboration with manufacturing organizations to yeah. deploy this kind of technology and then set up the operating and maintenance schedules to make sure that it continues to function. In my mind, I look at this and I go, whoa, this is a big project. There's a lot of a lot of things to do here. So um, what can we do or what, what kind of tech partnerships are you looking for and what can we do to help out with that? Is there, are you looking for solar panel manufacturers? Are you looking for uh, hydrogen fuel cell people? Are you looking for uh, other types of technology? What, what, what what, what is it that, where are you at with that? Okay, that's a now is a really the timing to try to, you know, uh, start to decide the suppliers. So in a, uh, we are very, very happy to collaborate with the, uh, about the solar panel, the field, and okay. the battery. Solar panel and the battery is the two most urgent and important field for right. us to okay. cooperate. And... Uh, uh, of course, in the fuel cell is uh, in the next stage that uh, we really would like to collaborate. And uh, maybe this time, also for the first eco ship, uh, we can equip that uh, some part of the, you know, uh, energy generation. But I think that uh, the, we really would like to uh, start the contact with the solar panel. Already we have the contact, but more, more the enthusiastic company is uh, uh, really welcome about the solar panel. And battery, and okay. especially that uh, uh, see-through solar panel, and mm. also that uh, uh, efficient vertical uh, the type of the solar panel. Yeah, I got some ideas. Okay. <laughs> right? I, we, we we may know some people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's really exciting. It's really exciting. Well, and, you know, what's just that's great because those are two areas that we can kind of. There's a lot of other areas, I'm sure, but those are two areas that we can kind of conceptualize, right? right. So when we think yep. about storage, there tends to be this almost kind of VHS Betamax kind of thing going on in the renewable energy space sure. where you have this storage like lithium cobalt manganese and you have this lithium iron phosphate. And there are others as well, right? Um, 
Um, but it'll be interesting to see what kind of chemistry and what kind of partner might come to the table and say, you know, this is what's most appropriate for something like the eco ship, right? right. Yeah. And uh, you know, just we, you had, you were uh, having, I think, a chat with Hank Rogers, and he's actually his Blue Planet Energy. Uh, and and my company, Maui Solar Project, have started to work together, and they're proponents of lithium iron phosphate. Yep. And we were just at, yeah, the, yeah, at yeah. the ranch he, over he, in Big uh, Island. Yeah, yeah. yeah lo local gentleman he's, as well. He's also really, really working so hard. Uh, I'm really respect him and admire him. And uh, at the same time, that's a, the, also that this uh, ship is a 500 million euro, the scale of the finance. Okay. And uh, we are now the, for sure that's uh, 90 percent of the finance, but the less of the 10 percent is uh, still uh, we are negotiating and try to you know choose that the most eco-friendly investors or green investor. Like impact so, investors. And, uh, yeah, the, because uh, the, we need to work with uh, uh, investor who can understand that this meaning of the eco ship, not mm -hmm. just uh, you know uh, money making the ship owner ship.
about a minute or so right here, Gary? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 60 seconds. Yeah, okay. So, uh, well, I do want to say that, that, you know, thank you to Yoshoka-san and everybody here for, you know, uh, working really hard, Jonah and Jay and Gary, for putting together the uh, the live stream, and hopefully that was a lot of fun to watch. Uh, we are the Solar Coaster right here Fridays at 1.05 p.m. in lovely Maui County, sponsored by Maui Solar Project, Tabuchi Electric America, Sonam Battery, Pika Energy, uh, and uh, we really enjoyed this show. Yeah, me too. Thank you. All uh, right. Jonah, 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 well done. Right. Thank you, sir. Mahalo, everyone. <laughs> hey, Merry Christmas. No, uh, Happy man, holidays. Yeah, not a man of many words, but he gets the job done. Thanks, folks. Have a great have weekend a great, have and a, great a holiday. lovely holiday. Aloha, guys.